0: A podcast 1 production Hey, I'm former Australian beach sprinter and fitness trainer Katie Williams. When I was competing, I would do anything I needed to do to be the best. But now that I'm retired, I'm trying to develop a more balanced relationship with my diet, exercise, and my body image. In each episode, I'll try a different diet or lifestyle challenge for two weeks to see if it helps me think, move or feel better. For the next two weeks, the challenge I'm taking on on is earthing. earthing. So why do I want to try earthing? Honestly, I spend my life in my shoes. I'm always in sneakers or I'm in heels. I'm never barefoot on the earth. I'm always in the city, I'm always in the go, I'm always driving. I do my best to get out in nature, but I'm rarely out in nature with my feet on the earth. The only time I ever have my feet on the earth is when I'm at the beach, which is definitely not enough time, particularly if I want to feel grounded and calm every day. So, this challenge is going to be epic. I want to do this challenge because I want to feel grounded, I want to feel calm. I want to have clarity and I want to feel like I'm starting my day or finishing my day mindful. The more I'm out in nature, the better I feel. So for me, I hope this just improves my mind space and makes me feel calm and happy. Before starting this challenge, I want to speak to Marie from Earthing Oz. She's an earthing expert. She absolutely loves it. She's been doing it for years and I'm so excited to speak to her about what earthing actually is. What's happening physiologically within the body when we earth? How, as humans, we can do this with our everyday life and how we can squeeze it in? And what the science is proving with earthing. What's happening within our body and what positive changes can I expect for doing it for two weeks? I'm in the studio with Marie from Earthing Oz, who is a Earthing expert. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you. And thank you for having me here. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm so excited for this episode. I'm so fascinated with Earthing and we finally got you into the studio. Can you tell me what your background is with Earthing?
1: Well, I think like everybody, I've actually been uh, unconsciously Earthing all of my life. Um, I don't know if you remember what it was like as a kid you you know you'd innately want to sort of run around the back garden particularly after a day at school kick off your shoes um, and feel the ground beneath your feet you just knew it felt I just knew it felt great but I couldn't have given a name to it Um, the day came when I could finally give a name to it when actually a very good friend of mine Laura Graham who actually is the um, owner of Earthing Oz she had been looking for some alternative treatments to some ongoing thyroid issues she'd been having and she had discovered earthing um, and in fact you know got into it and loved it so much that she became the uh, Australian distributor of earthing products over here and and then we really kind of you know delved into what the science of it is all about and we finally could give it a name and that's you know. that's the feeling that you get when you're walking barefoot on the beach. So now I um, earth as much as possible right throughout the day and spend my days, you know, helping others discover how earthing might help them.
0: It's just so amazing how we grew up doing it, but as we've gotten older, we put shoes on and we forget to connect back to the earth. I just, it's just bizarre how we've just forgotten this habit that was, we were brought up doing.
1: Absolutely. I mean, look, it's earthing is as old as time, really, when you think about it. I mean, our ancestors did it. It was just a, a way of life. They wouldn't have been able to give it the name earthing necessarily. Um, but you know, they slept on the ground, they worked on the ground. There are communities and, you know, native tribes in the world that are still doing that. But our modern society isn't really set up for that. You know, we live in houses with carpets and, you know, engineered timber floors. Um, we sleep on raised beds. We work, you know, in high-rise buildings in the middle of cities and we wear shoes all the time. And we're told as kids, put your shoes on, don't catch a cold, you might cut your foot. Um, but um, what in doing that, we've absolutely lost our connection to quite a fundamental element that that our bodies need. So can you tell me what exactly is earthing? I can. Look, in really simple terms, it is that direct contact with the ground, with the earth. In fact, the term earthing can be easily interchanged with the um, term grounding. You'll you'll hear it um, referred to as both. Um, And when I say contact, I mean direct skin contact. Now, the easiest and most obvious way of getting that contact is a barefoot walk. Um, And you want to be looking for naturally conductive surfaces. So obviously the beach springs to mind. um, And we're very lucky, of course, here in Sydney, that we have access to some beautiful beaches to make earthing um, a really easy and pleasurable option. But even your backyard, you know, grass, soil, they're all great naturally conductive surfaces. And when you're making contact with the Earth like that, what's actually happening is you are, um, there's a transfer of electrons that the Earth gives you. Now, we're bioelectric beings and we need that electron transfer and the Earth has it, it, it replenishes itself constantly and it has these free electrons in abundance. So how
0: does earthing actually work and what is the science behind it?
1: So essentially, it's that transfer of electrons. So um, to give you a really good example, so we uh, remain disconnected from the earth, as we said, in our modern society. Um, One really, really tangible benefit of earthing is how those electrons Will interact with what our immune system is doing uh, inside our body. So you know that if you get an injury or you have an illness, you know the immune system is great at releasing everything it needs to release, um, and then those free radicals will go and destroy those damaged cells. Uh, what you might not realise is that those free radical free radical molecules are actually electron hungry. And very often we don't have enough electrons. We try and get them, you know, we call them antioxidants, we try and get them through our healthy diet and through other ways. But we often don't have enough to really um, feed, those, feed those free radicals. Now what they will do on their search for Uh, some electrons, they'll actually attack our healthy cells and our healthy tissue. And that becomes its own cycle because once that cell gets damaged, the immune system then responds again by releasing more free radicals to try and deal with that. And um, that actually, if left unchecked and left to to starve of electrons essentially, uh, can lead to chronic inflammation. And so the science really is when you connect to the earth, which is this constantly negatively charged Battery, if you like, or this supply, this abundant supply of electrons, is that that can cancel all of that out immediately as soon as you make contact with the earth and with those electrons, and so all of a sudden inflammation is no longer a problem. Even chronic inflammation is dealt with, and so that's sort of some of the science behind how this this disconnect has helped to sort of proliferate these, you know, sort of modern. Diseases and conditions, if you like, and how connecting back to the earth can really try and help us um, combat some of that.
0: Can you tell me the benefits you've noticed from doing earthing regularly?
1: One of the first things I noticed when I started um, grounding, you know, consciously and intentionally, um, was improved sleep. And I would say, hands down, that's probably the number one benefit we get told about from the, everyone that we speak to. Um, people who might have suffered from disrupted sleep for is, you know, a couple of decades, um, and i have tried lots and lots of things, will say, finally, I'm able to, you know, go to sleep quick, more quickly, sleep deeper, and wake up feeling refreshed. Um, another one uh, for many people is d- d- elimination or a significant reduction in pain. Um, and again, look, we can delve into the science a little bit around why and how earthing can help pain, but that is again a, a really really big benefit noticed by lots and lots of people. And again, people have been suffering from even chronic pain for you know from whatever, um, perhaps an injury or a surgery, you know, many many years ago, um, and it's it's finally giving them
0: some relief. It's fascinating when it comes to sleep and obviously re- regulating circadian rhythm, because is it from a perspective of actually getting out in the sun so that you're getting melatonin, which then. So you're getting serotonin, which then turns into melatonin, so you are sleeping better because you're out in sunshine. Do you Look, think there's a
1: link to that? I've, I mean, like, yes, the two absolutely go hand in hand. They call it sort of, you know, you know, the, the vitamin D and the vitamin G link, the, mm. the vitamin ground. Um, that will all absolutely help. But actually, um, one of the there was a study that was done that showed an, an improvement in sleep. And one of the biggest reasons for that improvement in sleep, actually, um, in addition to sort of resynchronizing the circadian levels, uh, the circadian levels, was a reduction in the stress hormone cortisol. Mm, yeah. And when you've got that reduction in that stress hormone, it just balances out that whole process of getting to sleep yeah. and being able to stay asleep as well. So that's um, another really significant benefit of earthing. People report yeah, feeling less stress, less anxiety, karma, just
0: overall more balanced. Amazing. So if someone wanted to try earthing, where would they start? Look, it really is as easy
1: as finding yourself a patch of grass, a patch of soil, a um, bit of sand if you're lucky enough to be on Australia's beautiful coastline, and kick off your shoes. We would recommend for the maximum benefit, 30 to 40 minutes minimum a day if you can. If you really want to get serious about um noticing and chronicling those changes that you might feel with earthing, you want to be looking at 30 to 40 minutes every day. So it's just a matter of incorporating that somehow into your into your daily life. I think people often find it a little easier at weekends when we're a little bit yeah. freer. But just trying to, you know, rejig your day a little bit so that you can fit in that time. You know, so for me, um having breakfast out on the lawn on a you know beautiful day, having my first cup of tea, or as I said to you before, um, quite boringly but even hanging out my laundry Yeah. therefore you know it's all these little kind of incremental steps and if you can just dedicate that 30-40 minutes like you might do like, like your meditation for instance mm. um, then that will go that's that's the best way to get started
0: Do different surfaces have different benefits for earthing?
1: Um, yes, but generally speaking, they're divided into conductive surfaces and non-conductive surfaces. So again, with your conductive surfaces, they're always going to be um, better or the conductivity enhanced if, if there's some moisture on them. So I, I say, you know, on the, on, the, on the beach, you might choose to walk along the, um, the shoreline. So you're getting some of the um, free electrons from the ocean as well. I mean, you can't you know, even swimming in the ocean or swimming in a lake or a river is still earthing. You're not actually physically, you know, walking on the earth, but it's all part of the big picture. Surfaces that are non-conductive are, I think they'll be pretty obvious when you think about them, but, you know, vinyl, carpet, (laughs) rubber, anything that you kind of, you know that it's a non-conductive material. Um, Timber as well. So you might think, oh, I sat for 40 minutes on my lovely timber deck. It's it's not going to earth you.
0: So Better For It is a challenge-based podcast. I've brought you in the studio to set me a challenge. So what is my challenge?
1: Okay, well, I would like you to be earthed as much as possible every day for the next 14 days. Minimum, I would say, would be 30 to 40 minutes. So if you can try and at least incorporate 30 to 40 minutes of earthing into your daily routine, it can be any time of day you like, any time that suits you. If it can be more than once a day, all the better. There's no such thing as too much earthing. <laughs> um, so, you know, you may choose to do it first thing on a morning while you're having your breakfast, take a little break at lunchtime, take your, you know, make sure you get that, you know, 30, 40 minute break from away from everything on a lunchtime, or possibly, you know, just before you go to bed. Um, any time of the day is fine. And I'd also encourage you to keep uh, a journal uh, before and after each earthing session. Just check in with yourself. You know, what are your stress levels like? What's your energy level like? Are there any sort of niggles, aches and pains, you know, perhaps from training that, you know, that that you should be paying attention to before and after the earthing session? Because earthing is going to help with that.
0: What changes do you think I should expect from doing this challenge?
1: Look, I think physically... Um, I'd be, you know, I'd be looking. So I don't know if you have any sort of niggles or pains or ongoing little things. You might even have some that you sort of don't even realize, you know, how Mm. you become, you start to live with something, don't you? So if you have anything like that, you should notice a real reduction in um, any sort of pain levels or inflammation levels as we've discussed. Um, You'll notice your sleep improving, um, which in turn obviously gives you, you know, more energy. You're going to wake up feeling much more refreshed um particularly with the sort of level of training that you do you should really notice some quicker recovery right. um from, from those training sessions mentally you know you'll have a, 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 a more of a sense of calm i guess you know your stress levels going to be brought down any feelings of anxiety um seem to ebb away when you when you earth and look socially it's actually a really social thing to do grab a friend yeah. and you know go for a barefoot walk on the beach this weekend amazing yeah.
0: Do you think two weeks is long enough to notice changes?
1: It's a good question. Now, earthing can be quite an individual experience, as you can imagine. Um, we find that people who need earthing the most, or whose bodies need earthing the most, will often find the um, the quicker, more dramatic. Changes that makes sense, I guess. You know, if you're, obviously if you're suffering from any sort of chronic pain or condition or inflammation, then yes, it's going to have a pretty dramatic effect. Um, for someone like yourself, who's obviously of really, you know, really good health and fitness level, anyway, you might find that the changes are more subtle. I think if you were to do it every day, um, which is of course is the idea of the challenge, but every day for that minimum thirty to forty minutes, you'll definitely start noticing
0: some of those benefits that we talked about. Amazing. Oh, I'm excited. (laughs) I do have some fears for this challenge. One of them is the 30 to 40 minutes. I work on a pretty tight schedule and my days are very jam-packed. So I suppose I do fear finding the time to do this. Another one would be me resisting it. So it's interesting. I'm used to being in this adrenaline state sort of busy flighty mindset and although I don't like being in that mindset that much it's so common for me to be in that I tend to gravitate to it but then when it comes to slowing down feeling grateful enjoying the ride smelling the roses it's not good for me to be in that adrenaline-based state. So, this will be really good for me, but I think I will resist it because I do almost like being in that adrenaline, yes. <laughs> b- busy mind, that monkey mind. I tend to get a lot of work done. So, there will be some resistance around that. The other thing I fear is probably being cold in the morning. So, like getting it done super early in the morning before I go, the sun might be down. I may not be able to do this in the sunshine for some days. Am I going to want to go out when it's five o'clock in the morning and put my feet in the earth? Probably not. Mm-hmm.
1: I think th- they're completely understandable fears. <laughs> um, look, and I think while it will be very beneficial for you in that 30, 40 minutes to just be still, you can very much multitask while you're earthing on some days only. Some days, yeah, be only some days. <laughs> yes.
0: I, I will try not to. And there are days where I will have gaps in the middle of the day where I could definitely. I mean, a perfect example is if I have a meeting in Bondi and I've got a gap in the day, I can go down to Bondi Beach, put my feet in the sand. So there, there will be, every day will be different, I can imagine, but that is okay. Every challenge for me is very ad hoc and I find a way to get it done anyway. So my homework for this challenge is awesome. It's 30 to 40 minutes of nature barefoot walking a day or just being out in the earth. So laying down in the sun, on the grass, at the beach, just having skin contact to nature, to the earth. This is a great challenge. (laughs) I'm going to be journaling before and after earthing. I'm looking at my mood, my energy levels, my stress, if I have any pain in the body, um, the temperature of my hands and feet. And also I'm going to be looking at my recovery. So how sore is my body And then after earthing, I'm going to be recording in my journal, has there been any changes? This is a great challenge. You'll really enjoy it. I need this challenge, I feel. (laughs) I feel like I need this challenge. Should we start now? (laughs) Let's do it. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Maybe I'll just start walking barefoot around the city. I'll be the barefoot girl girl. girl for now. (laughs) I'm so excited for this challenge. Thank you so much for coming in. You're such a wealth of knowledge. And I really didn't know anything about earthing. And now I just want to get out there and get my shoes off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> oh, you're very welcome it's been lovely being here thank you for having me thank you so much this challenge is simple it's literally to get out in nature and have my body touching nature let's go I've actually found the easiest way for me to do this is to fit it into my morning routine. I'll either do it after exercise or after I meditate. Um, I'll do it in my backyard, I'll do it at Oval. Sometimes I'll go to the beach and barefoot walk. Or another way of grounding is actually getting in the ocean or laying in the sand. Definitely feel a lot more energized at the moment. I've been running a lot more. I've been doing a lot more outdoor workouts. And I think it's because I've been out in nature I train outdoors anyway, but never this much. And yeah, I just feel more connected to myself and definitely calmer. To be honest, I haven't felt that it's helped with inflammation or muscle recovery, but I'm only one week in and I'm not doing my normal training load. I'm not training super hard at the moment. So it'll be interesting to see long term if those benefits actually do show. I'm finding it um, easy to add to my routine and it feels natural, it feels primal, it feels like this is something we all should be doing, you know. Alright, I'm out for a walk and it almost feels weird to have shoes on right now. Feels a bit foreign. Take your shoes off, get out there, put your feet in the grass, put your feet in the sand, get out in the ocean and enjoy it. If you want to see the behind the scenes from this challenge, I do a vlog where I capture it every day. All of the earthing experiences. From swimming in the ocean, walking barefoot in nature and having my coffee under the trees in my front yard. You can watch it all on my Instagram at Katie Williams or the Podcast Wine Australia YouTube channel. Look for the Better For It playlist and hit subscribe so you never miss a video. Okay, so I've been practicing earthing for the past two weeks and the challenge is now over. So the question is, am I better for it? Well, the answer is yes, I am better for it. Let's go week one. (laughs) All right. For a very busy and overstimulated person, I actually felt earthing quite boring at the start. It just felt a bit weird for me to not be in sneakers and not be in spikes because when I'm running or walking, I always have footwear on. I wasn't that into it for the first few days, but at about day three or four, I really started loving it. I started to become more mindful of my surroundings and my senses felt heightened. I was mindfully earthing. I was focusing on what I could feel, see, smell, hear. I was using all my senses. And that's when I really started to feel the benefits when I was taking it a lot more seriously and actually getting into it the way I was supposed to. I noticed that my sleep was massively improving. I was falling asleep quicker, sleeping deeper and waking up feeling more rested. A week went past and I had no anxiety, no worries, nothing stressing me out. It was cool. I felt grounded. Week two, I started fitting it into my everyday life. So week one, I was kind of just doing it randomly. And in week two, I started to add it into my morning routine. So some days I would listen to podcasts and talk on the phone whilst barefoot walking down the oval, or I would have my coffee on the grass in the morning when I was doing my journaling, or I'd sit down at the beach and have a meditation, or I would have an ocean swim. That is such a good way to ground or earth is to go down to the beach ocean swimming. Not only are you getting the benefits of the ocean water, but you're also getting it from the sand as well. Also adding into my daily routine, I would have brekkie or lunch in my backyard or my front yard around the trees. So it wasn't just barefoot walking. I was finding ways to add in putting my skin on the earth in as many different forms as possible, which I think is the best way to do earthing. I don't think it needs to be structured and planned. I genuinely think the more you can take your shoes off and get out in nature, the better. However you like to do it, find a way to do it that serves you best in your daily routine. So my fears for this challenge, well, they didn't really play out, to be honest. Some days I didn't really want to do it and I said that, that I'd be resistant. But as humans, we tend to resist the things that are good for us until it becomes like deeply ingrained as a habit and then we usually crave it because we actually really start to enjoy it and we get the benefits of it. So there was definite days that I resisted it, but I knew that was because it was a new habit for me. It was a new routine. I actually have to admit that I skipped a day or two when it was pouring because we had some really bad weather in Sydney. The bad weather definitely put me off, but I still did some barefoot walking in the rain and it made me feel pretty alive some days. And then some days I was like, oh, I really don't want to do this. The impact to my physical, social, and mental health. Well, physically, I have to say that I didn't feel hugely different. There is amazing links to decreasing inflammation in the body, pain relief, and hormone regulation, but it didn't have any real dramatic effects on me. But I think that's because I don't live with much pain or inflammation in my body. I'm pretty injury-free, and I'm also pain-free to begin with. I will say that my cortisol levels felt really good because I was more relaxed and I was sleeping really well. And getting up in the morning to do a morning routine that is very grounding in general will always bring down your cortisol. And mentally, I had amazing benefits. I felt calmer, more present, more mindful, more connected to myself and more connected to nature. The best benefit was how much more present I was. I was no longer overstimulated or overwhelmed. And I also had the mental space to be more creative. Socially, not a huge difference really. It's definitely something you can do with a friend for sure. So if you want to catch up with someone, you can do a barefoot beach walk. That's a perfect way to earth together. So is two weeks long enough to notice benefits? Yes, absolutely. I noticed it that day. Although it took me a while to get into earthing because it did feel a little foreign for me, but walking barefoot at the beach is so natural. So For me, once I sort of got over the weirdness of it, I felt the benefits because I could relax. I felt a sense of calm and peace. I also felt a sense of connectedness to myself and also to my surroundings. Will I continue doing earthing long term? Yes, I will. I don't really think it needs to be something that you strategically add into your morning routine. I think it's something that you do naturally. It's something that you do ad hoc If it's a nice sunny day, go for a barefoot walk down the beach. If you feel like going for a walk, take your shoes off, do it down on the grass. It's actually as simple as that. That is earthing, that is grounding. It's just body contact with the ground. Would I recommend people try earthing? Absolutely. And here is my advice fit it into your already morning routine or your afternoon one. Make it easy for yourself. It can be as simple as five or 10 minutes a day. Do it with a friend. It's as simple as taking your shoes off or connecting with the earth as much as you can. So that's it for my two weeks of earthing. In my next challenge, I'm going to be taking on yin yoga with Mel Kitchen. Join me next time to see if I'm better for it. Better For It was presented by Katie Williams and produced in collaboration with Podcast One Australia. Producer, Lindsay Green. Audio producer, Darcy Thompson. And executive producer, Jennifer Goggin. For more episodes, head to podcastoneaustralia.com.au. Download the free Podcast One Australia app or search Better For It Podcast.